What's up, everyone? This is your host, Daniel. And Javi, and you're listening to the Brown Sound Podcast. We're just two brown best amigos talking about everything and anything through a Latino and indigenous perspective. In this podcast, we uplift indigenous and Latino insights on a variety of topics that highlight the intersectionality of both cultures. Expect some tears, joy, and definitely laughter. Imagine chilling with your two best friends, talking smack, and throwing a little shade. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. This is the Brown Sound Podcast, Season 5, Episode 6. Estoy aquí con, you know, mi amigo, Javi. (laughs) Hola, everybody. It is I, Javi. (laughs) I was going to say, you started off the episode, like, super professional. I was like, damn. Are we one of those serious podcasts? (laughs) Everybody, take a moment, close your eyes, and welcome the intention of. No, I'm just kidding. Just yeah, we're, hello, everybody. This is the Brown Sound <laughs> Podcast with their hosts, Javier and Daniel. A little ASMR for you today on this beautiful drive and wherever you're from. <laughs> like, you know, cl- you're, Chica, if you had to be. Unless you're you driving. know how, like, <laughs> yeah, I'll tell yourself you're beautiful in your car while you're beautiful. driving to work. Yeah. It's true. Chikex, do you think that if, like, you had to get one of those jobs where, like, you know, people call in and just want to talk to you oh. for your voice or whatever, do you think you could, like, do that? <laughs> I feel like I, I, feel like I, I mean, could. Like, I could, I mean, you know, to get those coins, I would be yeah. like, yeah, whatever you want to hear, just, just. This you know? this voice is internationally known, you know. So, <laughs> <laughs> so of course, I, if I could get paid, I mean, this voice does get paid. Obviously, I work in radio, so yeah. it does. Yeah. You know, um, no one t- funny story about my voice. Uh, so nor- obviously, normally we don't always talk super like we you know bubbly because the, there's like your radio voice or people maybe be like your newscaster yeah. voice or whatever. But when I Definitely. had um, when I first started working in my job, I actually got a stalker, <laughs> and that was. Was one of the, that was one of the things that they liked was my voice. They said how my voice was soothing, and I'm like, how? I don't know how it's soothing, but I had yeah. this. I had this lady who would blow. Wait, up. so you know who it is, though? No, I never found out who it was, and oh. it got so bad where I had to get the cops involved. And what? <laughs> yeah, because this lady would call my work phone, like my work cell phone. She uh-huh. would call my desk phone. She would call our studio phone, and then she would oh, send weird. us emails to our our radio email, and then my personal, I mean my work email. And she would like send me like calendars she made of me, and so she would take my pictures off of Facebook and put <laughs> them in for each month. Yeah, that's why I had a put me my facebook go private because i was like what the hell where is she getting these pictures from and oh. <laughs> they were all my profile well, pictures <laughs> for each month she, was she like putting your face on like you know like a body or something no it was just enjoyed? no it was just it was just yeah. the the picture like my profile picture in like january and then like another one for june or another one it was oh. just super weird and then at first it was funny obviously we're like oh this like super fan whatever and then it got creepy because then one day she complimented my shirt she's like something about oh and i like the shirt you're wearing today and i was like wait a second like hold up now like so i was looking oh. around like wait where is she and then she started calling my co-worker and then it was bringing up like his oh, family that's... names like some of his family members and so we were like wait this is getting a little too far now like this oh, oh yeah that's and that's so a little... and so when we um had to like get the police involved and when they tracked the number it was to one of those apps one of those phones or so someone whoever whoever it was knew how to not be traced which 
which was creepy. Oh. Yes. Do you think it could have been like a good friend or something? No, nah, just... I don't think it. I don't think my friend would do that. Uh, yeah, because it was like crazy. Like, I mean, there's a lot of things I'm leaving out, obviously, but there's it, it was yeah, it yeah. was just really. At one point, I was like scared wow. for their safety because they were like, yeah, that's weird, you guys. Yeah, yeah. So my voice, you know, I don't know what it is, but some get some people going. I guess I wish I would have known that before I decided to make a podcast with you. Welcome to the light. I'm a hello lady that loves Daniel's voice. Uh, This is not a voice to love, so move on. (laughs) She's just listening in silence now because she learned better. Yeah, who knows? That's that's just a little too um, too weird for me. But um, Mm. I love that for you. No, I don't really. You know, of course, I'm always. You know, I'm very interactive with my fans. No, I'm just kidding. But like, you know, I I don't care. Like, I'm just. You know, I'm a. I'm just like I'm just a nice person. I'll talk to whoever talks to me. Right. And so that's kind of, I think, where it came from. And then it became this, like, obsessive phone call yeah. thing all throughout the night. It was weird, but anyways, it, yeah, that that did seem like yeah, that does seem like a really. I don't know what I would do in that situation because you have to put up your. You need to draw the line. You mm-hmm. need to set up a barrier right away. You know, like yeah, put your walls up and be <laughs> yeah. like, "There's some things that I'm willing to do, like say hi to you." But mm-hmm. I beyond that, no, thank you for this Daniel calendar that I have up in my office. Yeah, now. <laughs> I'm kidding. like, okay, cool. I'm gonna print it off. Thanks, but no, no, was... that's. <laughs> That's yeah, no, that's that's uh, it's a little bit different. But what I was gonna say, Chicks, is that um, when we have people that engage with us that aren't kind of on that extreme of the spectrum, it's like I I love that. I love to talk with people about things that we do or things that we say or conversations we've had. (laughs) Definitely love that. So I will say that (laughs) to our listeners, like we love our fans, but y'all don't get too crazy because it don't take me nothing, you know. cost me nothing to block anybody so right so yeah right so we draw the line at making calendars of us i guess that's what we're getting at no chicks what's uh how have you been doing people want to know or oh our listeners are like how's how's daniel living today where where do you live what's your cell phone number just kidding (laughs) what's your social security no uh you know chicks things are good you know um i do you know i do actually i guess before i start to this before we get into our topics and everything um i did want to give a a little special shout out to my family new mexico so recently and i talked about it on the like our first season about the food and culture so my aunt who like introduced us to her tribe the mescalero apache you know she was the one that cooked for all of us and taught us how to make you know chili and tortillas and all this you know southwest food uh she recently Mm -hmm. passed away and so um i don't know if my family listen in new mexico i mean i know some of them you know they'll share my stuff or say like you know whatever but I don't know if they like you know faithfully listen but yeah. if they do you know I just want to send my my heart and my love to all my family in New Mexico because uh just it was a tough loss you know and um yeah. it's just uh it's weird living in like I guess living in a world now where like my aunt's no longer here because I just never yeah. thought that I guess but yeah, yeah Chigix, so that's you know dealing with that my family some of my family got to go to New Mexico for the services and stuff and I, unfortunately I couldn't go because I had work and I couldn't get out like enough time or whatever but yeah but yeah so that's you know so, so special shout out to my family new mexico my mescalero apache fam uh love y'all hope you you know ho- hopefully they listen yeah. i don't know if they do or not but 
Yeah. I just wanted to no bring chance. it up though because I've talked about her on like the food and culture episode, like in season one. So yeah, you did. Um, Cheekex, I so you bring that up, and recently, um, you know, I I've experienced mm-hmm. uh, a death of a close uh, family, I would say, and um, it happened this it happened so suddenly this this uh, past weekend, and you know, I'm really hurting for the Flores family because mm-hmm. they lost, uh, you know, they lost the daughter, they lost the sister, they lost the mom, they lost the um, one person, right? It, yeah. Her, her name was uh, Yosemi Anaí Flores. And, um, you know, I, I really hurt. I really hurt for, for the family. I really hurt mm-hmm. for everybody involved. And I can't imagine losing a sibling, um, you know, or like a close family member. So I, you know, I, I kind of want like, if you're okay with it, I feel like we should dedicate this episode to yeah to those loved ones, you know, yeah, to, for sure. to Yosemi, to Yosemi, and to your to your aunt. But I, you know, not and not to make it like a sad episode or anything, because for as much as I hurt for the family for the loss, I think it's also important to honor like the memory and mm-hmm. you know celebrate the life of someone that means so much to to a lot of us. Um, and so, like, I I, I kind of want to like just kind of leave it there too, because it's you yeah. know it's so soon. Um, um, and I know that that everybody still has and grieving is a is a process like you yeah. can you will never stop grieving. And right. you just mentioned earlier, like how bizarre it is to live in a world without the person you love and how mm-hmm. like difficult that could be. So I just you know, if, if the Flores family is listening um, or they listen later, I just want you to know that, you know, we we all love you. We mm-hmm. all we're all hurting with you. Um, but also we you know, would love to honor the life of someone that was so special um, and brought us a lot of joy when, mm-hmm. while she was here. So I, I will say that. Uh, but anyways, Chikex, I, you know, recently I've been getting into a lot of shows. I think it's yeah. because I've been like bored. Um, also, I was sick for about a week, mm-hmm. but um, I, I, I finally managed to watch a couple episodes of Reservation Dogs. And I know oh, you've yeah. been a big fan for a while. Yeah. yeah season three's out now. Just, Yeah. yeah. How how's yeah? Tell us tell us about that. Tell, you gotta tell the listeners about okay. Reservation Dogs because they're missing out. Yeah, so basically, uh, Reservation Dogs is uh, unfortunately they're in their final season. Their third season is their final season. Um, they weren't canceled or nothing. I think this was just something that the creators, you know, did. They just put it to you know they just decided to end it. But yeah, so anyway, so with Reservation Dogs, they're on their third and final season, and you know it's on Hulu. So if anyone out there has Hulu, I mean. I'm sure everyone has Hulu, you know, so to watch it because Reservation Dogs is it's like a glimpse into like res life and it's very accurate. It's, you know, the the creator is, you know, Muscogee Creek and Seminole. So he's native. There's native writers, native actors, native crew members. Like it's like something that is historically that's like never been done and they're doing it. So Reservation Dogs, it's it's really funny. A lot of the humor is very similar to like like what I, I guess, would be my considered humor, like res humor. Um, yeah. There's a lot of like episodes that also touch on like tough subjects, like the boarding school era and like grief and, um, yeah. you know, just family things. So it, it's like a it's a show for everybody, though. I don't think it's just only for Native people or not only just Native people can understand it. Uh, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's definitely a show I would recommend to anybody. Uh, it's just a, I don't know, it's just a cool show to see, especially as an adult, because 
because I've never seen representation for Native people ever in yeah. film or TV. So being able to see it now, um, it's pretty cool. And they, they've provided a lot of opportunities for a lot of Native people, you know? So yeah, so yeah check it out. Reservation Dogs on Hulu FX. It's just, yeah, it's it's just a great show. So yeah. No, I, I I know I was cracking up too because it's like like you said the, the humor is relatable. Um, I'm obviously not from the culture, but I enjoy learning too. And I feel like there was the one episode I watched where it was kind of talking about like um, like family members that have passed and how like you know they're always with you. And I thought of mm-hmm. even like my own family and like my grandpa that's passed and how like as I navigate life, I always feel like I'm supported still like yeah. by him. Like I'm still guided. I'm still in the hard times. I like, you know, will hear his voice and say, no, like, keep going or Mm -hmm. you got this or, you know, kind of helping to like ease my concern or whatever I have. And so that really, that one really spoke to me. Actually had me and my feels. No, that, that, you will, you know, it's very common in native culture. Like, so when one of our, like, if it's a loved one or just a community member, whoever passes, it's, it is definitely sad and it's a tough time, you know, for, for the family and stuff. But what we're talking is that it's not our last time seeing them so we're, we're we know that they are you know reunited with our you know ancestors and, and usually in my in my tribe when someone passes they're they're now our elder whether they're younger than you or you know so they're our elders so um one of our teachings is just that you know when they are in the you know spiritual world or heaven or whatever you want to call it um yeah. it's it's not the last time you'll see them because eventually we all will be in that spiritual world or you know heaven or whatever people call whatever one whatever religion wants to call it you know yeah but, um, yeah, yeah but that's like the thing for me like i've dealt with losing so many family members growing up where for me i i know that they're not they might not be here with me physically but i do feel them with me in my heart and in my memories and, and a lot of things that i do i feel the strength from them when it's you know yeah. whether i'm in i don't know like ceremony or or in prayer or whatever like i just you know it's just something that we're taught at a very young age that like like when someone is on their journey, it, it's not, you know, it's might be the end here on earth, but it's not the end because you'll be reunited with them, you know, eventually. Yeah. So that's, yeah, yeah. and that's one thing I think with that episode on Res Dogs, they do like incorporate that like culture because i mean like i said native you know we're also different but there is some similarities in some tribes when it comes to like taking care of a loved one or, or death or things like that because there's a lot of just similarities but yeah but yeah i definitely would recommend res dogs it's it's just it's <laughs> it's just a small glimpse into like actual res life like if people yeah. really want you know i talk about res life growing up here and stuff if people really want to see like a small glimpse of it watch res dogs on hulu yeah and we're I mean, not like getting it. we're not getting paid to promote them either you know this is an ad or uh, (laughs) partnership or nothing yeah all uh res dogs hire uh (laughs) fun Uh, fact we did actually have a nespers tribal member in res dog season two though we had uh kellen kellen lewis who's you know also another podcaster and he's a beadwork artist he actually was in res dogs last season oh that's pretty cool yeah so it's that's our cool like yeah we at least had one nimi poo in res dogs while while it was there but no that's that's awesome, Chigek. So um, switching gears a little bit, I know we have a couple top topics to discuss today because you know we just wanted to chit chat. Yeah, we definitely wanted to be like a fun like let's let's let some of our thoughts out on mm-hmm. some some top 
topics that, you know, have stood out to us here. Um, and, you know, it's been a minute since we had an episode just the two of us this season. So, yeah. you know, we're going to talk. <laughs> we're going to have some chat chat here. No, Chigax, um, I wanted to talk about, and if you're listening and you cringe when you hear it, same. <laughs> but I want to talk to you about, like, themed potlucks or, like, oh. parties. Um, specifically if they're like racially themed, for example, for example, Mm. um, I'm not talking about like blatant racist parties where like people are like dressed like a this, Mm -hmm. not like that. What I'm getting at is, um, so I had a friend of mine. recently tell me about um their office doing a mexican themed potluck oh and the invite went out to the whole office and you know the invite's nice because it's like yeah you know we'd like to get together be in community (laughs) that's the purpose which i get Mm -hmm. and it's really good but in the invite they put in like sombreros oh you know like stereotypical mexican imagery and then the person who who sent it out i think was trying to be a little cute cute or adorable or whatever mm. I, I don't know what they, and i can't assume what they thought mm. but they ended the email with muchos gracias instead oh. of like muchas gracias no, but you muchos. know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> and so um you might be wondering if you're non or maybe you're brown and you're wondering why is that problematic well you know me personally um i'm thinking about like some of the um some of my colleagues and like departments i've been a part of mm-hmm. a lot of the times i am mostly the the only person of color in that group right and um and my friend who was sharing this with me also happens to be that in their office so it's problematic because right away and i'll just speak from like my thought like what i thought when i heard right away from you know, like first thing that came to mind when my friend shared is, oh, shoot, they're going to have to probably brace to most likely have a racist moment during that party. Oh. Because um, I I can't imagine what people think, but already from that email, I would probably assume that people there are going to over decorate probably for the potluck. Oh. And so like I'm starting to think oh. of, is there going to be problematic decorations? And then if there <laughs> is, are people going to make fun of them? Um, you know, so I'm thinking of if someone brings sombreros and people are wearing them and pretending to be Mexican while they're wearing them. Oh. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. that's problematic. That's mm-hmm. you're 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 alienating your your one person of color. If you know, for example, if it was me in my office, that's how I would feel. Yeah. And I'm like, and so like, I don't want my culture to be made fun of. I don't want it to be a stereotype. Right. I don't want it. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many things that come to mind about like those kind of like. Yeah. you know what i mean (laughs) and i'm also thinking like who in their right mind thought that that would be a good idea like if you want to have mexican food cool but right don't call it well you know what i mean it's like just get it catered then by a mexican-owned business you know instead of like let's all just put all the sour cream and olives on all of it and call it mexican you know like right that's yeah you know (laughs) Because you know they're going to bring crunchy tacos instead of yeah, actual tortillas. And you yeah. know it's going to, you know. And that's fine. Again, we, we can't hate on crunchy tacos. We've talked about taco we, time. I do we, love a white people taco <laughs> But it's, it's, that weird, it's that weird thing about, like, if you do it wrong, you are sending a strong message to your one person of color in the office. Yeah. Now, if they had done research um, and said we want it to be Mexican-themed, so we're going 
going to get, we're going to support a local Mexican business to cater. Mm -hmm. We are going to uh, reach out to a local Latino artist and ask for music to play. I'm going to reach out to, you know, a local artist and maybe bring out some cool, like, you know, like pictures or art that we can display and give, you know, reference to that artist. If we did something like that, that would be more meaningful because then it's like you're actually going out of your way to engage with the community that you're trying to honor i I would say in this situation um and so it's it's really interesting to me that those things still happen um and that people still think it's okay you know what i mean i don't know how like and i'm trying to i really am trying to think of like how could i help my friend talk to their like office about Mm -hmm. it but it almost seems like it's 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 a big burden to put on one person for a whole office. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's crappy and that's sucky that that's to fall on them by default just so that they don't um, feel like they might have like a racist incident because of this weird rolled out invitation mm-hmm. and now we don't know what this potluck is going to be like kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty cringy. You know, that's definitely, ugh, you know, I, I, I feel like if I were to be there and someone had like a sombrero on and did like a ay 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 or something, you know, because right? I feel like that's what they do. Like yeah. that's <laughs> what they do. Like I feel like that is such a common, like you know, maybe they went to Cabo or something and or you know uh, had like that experience and they're like Miss Sombrero and I don't know, but yeah, if that, well, was, I mean, we. I mean, that's very, I mean, that's just like what it comes down to when it comes to mascots or costumes, you know, Halloween costumes. Like if you're dressing up as someone else's culture or another like race of people, just don't fucking do it. (laughs) Like that's just the best thing is just to not do it. If you don't know, just don't do it. That's. That's as simple as it gets. So, Chigex, put yourself in the situation. Let's say you and I are coworkers. (laughs) You and I are going to this Mexican party, and we're the only two people (laughs) of color. We get to that potluck, and someone's wearing a sombrero and a mustache. Are we ripping that off? I I think we are, right? Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know me. I would probably first be like, let me get a drink of my little water here. And then I'd be like, hold up now. (laughs) Let me roll up my sleeves because we're about to. <laughs> I'm like, hold on, let me take off my chanclas and then I'll. <laughs> uh, yeah, Ch- you, uh, all you you want to talk stereotypes? We about to throw some chanclas. <laughs> yeah. in this- <laughs> I'm like, we'll no, freaking see, jump that's, you. Just kidding. That, well, yeah, it's like you want a stereotype. Yeah, you jump. want a stereotype? We'll freaking jump you. No, the the other thing I'm thinking about is just that also opens the door to just like fucking awkward situations, like yeah. people saying "ola" to each other just because it's Mexican themed. You know what I mean? <laughs> and you know, I've talked about how I hate that. Like when yeah. people that like the only person in the room is like one Spanish speaker, and someone <laughs> has to come in and be like "ola," everybody like. <laughs> Cool, you know, hola, great. Now I feel uncomfortable because I feel singled out. Thanks. I'm just going to sit here and awkwardly smile. Great. Yeah, I'm just, you know, the one thing, too, that I'm thinking about is, like, how probably, you know, they're probably going to butcher the recipes. You know, the food probably will be, you know. Oh, yeah. There's probably going to be a lack of flavor, maybe seasonings. Um, (laughs) There's going to be a lot of cheese, I bet, you know, the, the 
the it quote Mexi blend cheese. Yeah. You know, I feel like that. And people is- people will probably not say cheese, but say queso just to yeah. be extra. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm you still queso? <laughs> I'm still at the muchos gracias. <laughs> Muchos. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. Like, okay, so I and I do want to ask this question to you in your car. Like, <laughs> do you think we're being too like extra about this? Because I, I don't think so. I I feel like all the times that I've been put in situations like that in the past, mm-hmm. it's just so freaking annoying. And sometimes you walk away like feeling annoyed about the situation. Um, I told my friend if I were you, I just wouldn't show up to the potluck. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, that's just asking to be upset (laughs) and and which is unfortunate because those are like very limited times that the whole team can be together and like Mm. you know be together and get to know each other network you know crack jokes build community um but it's it's in a weird environment that is kind of hostile if we're being honest you're creating hostile environments for your people of color when you do things like that or when you you know make it about a race um the other thing i will say is like i do understand the the fact that people love Mexican food and you want to have that at your potluck, you know, your Mexican inspired dishes that you're, you're going to make. But um, but there's other ways to go around it, I guess. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's yeah. other ways to be better about it. And if you're really going to do that, just cater in and make it like a cool learning experience. Like mm-hmm. make it, go the extra mile to make it like a learning experience if that's what you're trying to do. But Yeah, and I think too, it, it just would be better like if you want to have like, you know, Mexican food, it just would to me would make sense to just cater a Mexican-owned business. Like, hey, yeah. let's let's help out this local, you know, Latino-owned business and yep. helps provide, you know, jobs for people or their family yeah. to live. Like, that's, that's what my thought would be is like, yeah. let's just all, instead of, and then you don't have to even, you don't have to cook even. You don't have to clean yeah. up. You just cater. They come in bring the food right eat, but i feel like that's definitely the way to do it right so i feel like if you are somebody that has done that in the past right i'm gonna challenge you to be better about it in the future mm-hmm. so one don't do it um <laughs> just don't do it mm-hmm. um and if you do want to have like you know those kind of dishes at a potluck then just you know don't don't make it uh, don't make that party that theme because then it's uncomfortable mm-hmm. and then just say we're bringing dishes of the it's a potluck. It's a potluck. Yeah, a work Bring potluck. Whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and no, no one and better show up with seven layer dip either. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and definitely be careful how you communicate that out to your team. Don't use stereotypical graphics and don't if you're an English speaker and that's your invite going out, don't freaking write a Spanish muchos gracias at the end of the email. Yeah. It's just it's it's cringe. It's really cringe. It's awkward. It's cringe. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. <laughs> What? We just—I oh. have to shame people. Don't do yeah. it. <laughs> you know, you know that's you know that's one good thing about. I feel like our culture is shame. Just kidding. Come on, you yeah. shame and then you learn and you just don't ever do it again. Just kidding. Right, and I think it's important to also like give yourself grace. Like if you didn't know this before no. and you you're guilty of it, cool. But now, now you know. Now that you've listened to this, <laughs> to us talk about it, now you know and do better next time. Like just yeah. move on, right? Now that you and know. and. Definitely call it out when you see somebody else trying to do it and explain mm-hmm. why. Um, but anyways, Cheek X, I, I just thought that was a point I wanted to bring because.
because I definitely felt for my friend and I was definitely instantly annoyed too when I learned about it. Cause it, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I'm not even a part of that office and I'm like, Oh, oh. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm like, I already know where this is going. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but actually touching on to switch gears a little bit, Cheek I also wanted to talk today about forgiveness. Oh. Um, oh, I wanted to talk about forgiveness because, you know, recently with many things, and I think even just thinking about like mortality, life is short. Uh, you know, we, mm-hmm. I, I feel like, I feel like it's, it's good to move on from things that no longer like, you know, are good for you or, you know, like support you or uplift you or like, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I'm getting at when I say that. And so I, I definitely get that, but I also feel like life is too short to be focused on like anything negative Mm -hmm. and i also feel like you know like it's you carry a lot of bad energy and not forgiving somebody Mm -hmm. um and i think it's important to to just forgive to move on you know and that that doesn't mean you need to like be best friends with anyone that you haven't forgiven i you know sometimes forgiveness could just be like you're forgiving you're forgiving that person and you're moving on but that doesn't mean you need to have a relationship with Mm. them or Mm. Or forgiving yourself for something you've done in the past that, you know, has hurt somebody. Give yourself that that grace to forgive and move on. But what I wanted to get on is, um, I, I don't want to go into too much details, but um, <laughs> in my mind, um, I felt betrayed by a friend mm-hmm. in the past. I know, you, I know you know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way I chose to, to deal with that, I feel, was not the best way in retrospect. Oh. I feel like I could have I could have done I could have been more mature about like processing that I think and then like oh. having an honest conversation and communication. Um, wow. So I, I feel like that's growth in me, and I'm also in mm-hmm. therapy, so I'm going to say it's taken me a while to get yeah. here. Um, wow. And the way I chose the chose the way I chose to deal with it <laughs> is uh, <laughs> by ghosting. Um, oh, and so spooky hobby, <laughs> spooky Gomez. <laughs> Um, and again, I'm not proud of it. I'm not proud of it. I've been in I've been in therapy for a while, and I've been able to kind of discuss a little bit. But um, but yeah, Chica, because I feel like I yeah. I, I want to forgive and I want to move on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. Um, you know when people say the door is closed? Um, oh, I. For me, when I had decided to ghost, for me, the door wasn't closed. I removed the I removed the door. Oh. I, you know, reframed. I put new drywall. Oh, like took there, the hinges out. The, there was no, re- yeah, there was no possible door there. Oh. Or, you know, any kind of remnants of any kind of door. Being Would there you ever. say that you built a wall? Just kidding. <laughs> 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 I would say I did. I definitely would say I did. Wow. Um, yeah. But I feel like I'm I would be open to building the door again. The door wouldn't necessarily open, but the door would be back on the wall. Yeah, we you know, makes sense. As part of my my forgiveness, you know, mm-hmm. not being petty. Yeah. Not not thinking of growth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll have to invite him onto the podcast, and I'll mediate the thing like a reunion. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> One gets to talk, you get to talk, you get to talk. 
bing, bing, bing. And then if you guys talk over each other, I'll mute one mic and then go. <laughs> bing, bing, bing. Yeah. You're next, Tommy. Yeah. Um, I, I, I honestly want your feedback, though. Do you think that I could have handled that better? Um, That particular situation? Without getting any details, without giving any context, do you feel like I could have dealt with that better? Uh, I mean, obviously, life is about growth. You know, all of our experiences and things are supposed to help us learn and shape us to be better so of course i mean i'm not gonna say no because i mean you just i feel like the way you dealt with it was the way you knew how at that time because obviously we have grown like we've grown over those years and you know with the help of like therapy and reflection and just being in better mind spaces i mean i i to me i just always feel like the way people deal with things is the people the way they best like know how to deal with stuff so it's not for me to say you did it wrong or right it's just that's the way you knew how to do it and so that's how you did it and that's life but um but when it comes like i get that i get the forgiveness thing because i used to be the same way well i still kind of am where i (laughs) like i can forgive somebody obviously for my own peace and sanity to like move on like okay yeah you know clean my hands of the situation but you're never going to be like you're never gonna get access to me ever again that's that's where i'm at where i probably could be better at like because you can obviously coexist with people and like be cordial and things but I am, I get it though. I, I feel like the way you dealt with it is like that would be similar to how I would deal with things because I get it. Like, I get the, yeah. the, like, I mean, not getting too much into it, but the, like the disrespect you felt, I get that. And so, yeah, the betrayal, I, I think. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah. Uh, so I get that. I get it because you're a very loyal person too. So I think, yeah, I, I, you know, I'm you not. Know, just, I'm not just saying that either because I'm your friend. Yeah. You know, we're we're the type of friends where we can say like, "Hey, you know, yeah, we're we're that right. we're that way where you can be like, "Hey, man, that's it's fine." That's fine. We're yeah. we're being so cryptic too. So our listeners, yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm sure they'll probably know if they noticed if they followed us over the last couple of years. Some of our listeners yeah. probably know because I got asked a few times, what happened to that? There to me go. So, and I will say this, Chigax, I, I know you're, you're, I know you're one of my best friends. So I also feel like you have loyalty to me. So I, you know, I, I know mm-hmm. too that, but I feel like you could be objective. I guess one of the things that I worry about, not worry about, but now that I like am reflecting about like that situation, I'm also thinking about like how I would feel if i had been ghosted well actually no chica because i can i can actually say i've actually been ghosted by a close friend before too and the way that i felt about it is crappy i didn't get any kind of closure i didn't get to talk out like you know the whatever the misunderstanding is i never got to find out why i was ghosted and Mm. that sucks that really sucks um because i remember all the like cool times we had as close Mm. friends this is a friend i had since since second grade chica Oh wow! Um, and and for time. me, for me, that that one still hurt. Uh, it still hurts today. And mm-hmm. so I'm I'm just thinking about like I feel like I did that because I did that. I feel like I did that because it was done to me, and I knew how much that hurt. So I just did it back. Oh, Does that make sense? That's and I also I also so I was like re, I was mm-hmm. that cycle right like mm-hmm. the like mm-hmm. that cycle that people talk about. Um, I feel like that it was very easy for me to decide to do that because it, it was done to me and and i can see why that would be problematic i could see why that would be hurtful Mm -hmm. and i could see why that would suck so um i i hope that that doesn't like make the listeners change like how they feel about me like (laughs) oh shit Alvi's like a shitty person but um i i feel like i've matured and i feel like Mm -hmm. 
I don't want to do anything about it. Like, I don't have a plan to, like, try to, you know, have a conversation or anything like that because I feel like too much time has passed mm-hmm. um, to really do anything about it. But I, I do feel like it that was shitty of me to do as a person, I guess, mm. in retrospect. Dang. So I'm Dang. trying to forgive, forgive myself Ooh. for it because of, like, where I was at when it happened. Um, and... And that's really all I have right now. Maybe this could be like a vulnerable topic thing that we have later on. And maybe, mm. maybe we we could look at exploring that further. But, but I, I, I wanted to get that out because I don't know about you, but one of the other cool things about just having this podcast and having the platform we have is that it's nice to kind of get things off of like your chest mm-hmm. um, with our listeners. Because I feel like in all our episodes, we're definitely vulnerable about like our experiences yeah. and situations that we've navigated. Um, and it helps to show like you know if a listener goes to a friend too maybe this will make them rethink of like that ex- of doing that to Just their friend and like maybe evaluate yeah. yeah evaluate like was was that something shitty of me to do and is that friendship a friendship i would like to have back um mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know yet i'm exploring all that cheek yeah. i don't know no uh wow um interesting that's a big uh i feel like you're shocked right you definitely dropped the bomb um because because you know how strongly i felt about this yeah in the moment and when it happened right so i feel like you're you're definitely shocked by this i could i could sense it i could sense it for sure that's you know (laughs) you know the thing is too is like because i've obviously have been in the same situation with some well mine is a little bit different mine was more of like a romantic situation where i just had to cut all ties because it was so toxic but the right. way i cut my ties also was in that same way of like you know what delete unfollow yeah block. whatever mm-hmm. like because i'm like i don't i feel like you know me too well to know that what you did was disrespectful to me so i yeah. don't have to explain what you did because you already know how i operate you know on that level right. so I, right. I i get that part and i i mean i've even talked about this in therapy before about like that whole situation of like just you know there was feelings involved and other different stuff and i'm like was it the right way of me to, but my the way my therapist explained it was like well you're just protecting your peace in a way like yeah. like yeah you probably could have went about it a different way but the way you did it is the way of like you're just protecting yourself from probably another hurt yeah. heartbreak or whatever you know so for me I, I get it but i often think about that it's weird because it's weird it's also very weird that you bring this up <laughs> because i've been thinking about a similar situation not like really thinking about going back to that place but of like i feel like there was was no closure but then i also sometimes yeah. feel like but I, sometimes i feel like closure is a scam you know because i'm like because you <laughs> like do you really fully get closure i don't know like i feel like i have never got that from uh this person <laughs> so i don't know yeah. if, if me peeking back in like hey like i mean because i'm open I'm, for me i'm open for a conversation like i'm very i'm right. always open for any type of like resolution but i'm also at the same time like now just because we talked about it and we move forward doesn't mean we have to be friends like you don't have to follow me you don't have to be in my you know in my in my circle or nothing but at least i know now because life is short life is very short you never know what's gonna happen tomorrow you know so it's like i always think about just you know if i were to something were to crazy happen i would feel bad not knowing that where we left off like oh shoot yeah i could have just said like you know this is this isn't working for me and i'm sorry you know because i mean obviously i have my own toxic traits in that whole it's not just you know it takes two people to tango so i get it but 
yeah, GX. No, it's 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 just, it is something weird to think about, and I think even like just now that I'm in my now well, now that I'm thirty, now that I'm you know older. <laughs> <laughs> I I shared this to my story though because I saw it this morning when I was doing like my my morning scroll of like looking at like the positive messages and stuff, and this thing I put on my story yeah. it said like so far in my twenties, one of the best lessons I've ever learned was that life will go on, people will come yeah. and go, we may lose friends and relationships, meet new people, encounter success and failure, life will go on regardless, you will be all right. And so for me, I was like, dang, I needed to see that because I had all these different thoughts, too. So I'm like, you know what? At the end of the day, life, I mean, it don't stop for nobody. So life goes on. I I think if I'm being honest, Chigax, this has come to the this has come to to like the top of like my I've been thinking about this because, again, we, we just talked about like death recently and we talked about just growth mm-hmm. and i'm thinking about like like if i were if i were to pass tomorrow and i'm not thinking it and i that's not what i'm saying i want right but if i were to pass tomorrow i'm thinking about like what would people think of me and yeah. like what am i leaving behind mm-hmm. and i really try to live my life every day to it's not about like what i'm taking from life it's what i'm gonna leave behind because in the end yeah, that's true that's you know you're, you're not taking anything with you right mm-hmm. and so I'm thinking about like if I've caused anyone any kind of pain, I would like to remedy, not remedy that, but I would, I would like to apologize or say my piece on it. Yeah. Um, and, and like, I would never want to inter- intentionally hurt somebody. Um, but it's hard to fix. Like, you know, I, I don't know who I've impacted in a negative way. I can't yeah. apologize to everybody. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just like being mindful about if I know that I did something, then I, I want to work through that. And I at least mm-hmm. want to say I'm sorry for it or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's also too like a, a tricky thing when you, when it comes to, I think, apologizing and for things, you know, saying like, oh, sorry, if I hurt you, like say sorry that I hurt you or sorry yeah. for hurting you. I think that's another thing right. where people will say like, oh, I didn't even know. Sorry if my bad if I if I did offend you or my bad. Like, no, like just just yeah. own it and say sorry that yeah. I like so it's not that hard honestly i'm one of those people too like i do have a big ego so it is and i'm prideful so like sometimes it is hard to swallow your pride but what i'm learning though is it's you know it's okay to fuck up sometimes we're human like there's literally no one out there that's perfect so it's like if you fuck up and just just own it say like sorry i own it i legit messed up there and i'm sorry that's all you can that's all you can do i guess that's all you can do right yeah Yeah, so i uh we'll we'll, we'll jump into (laughs) it a little bit later and we'll definitely give our listeners now that you're kind of invested already in this situation (laughs) if there's any movement on it we will definitely Mm. uh bring it back i'm okay with that i want to i want to explore that a little bit further and i don't know what that's gonna mean or like I don't have a plan for it but you know the, the door is back on the wall I guess that's it the universe um, is endless Cheek you just never know it is so. it is Cheek X um, never so, say yeah. never <laughs> 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 the other thing we wanted to talk about, Cheekex, is people who we talked about a certain situation. You jump oh, into it. Yes. You bring it up. So I, I know we were talking about this earlier about people who, you know, shit talk or shit on our culture and they don't contribute to any of our, you know, say our culture success or anything. But then we'll go well, wait, Just to clarify, it's people that are members of our community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, identify yeah, yeah, yeah. with the culture and yeah. they speak bad on it. Okay, go ahead. 
that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So people who are of the culture speaking bad about our culture, but then go around wanting some support from the culture or the community or whatever, you know, like I always think for me, it's like, you know, thankfully in in all of my like success in radio and and even with the podcast, my community Mm -hmm. has supported me from day one. And I love, yeah. I love Lapway. I love my res. I love, I mean, I, you know, even people in Cami, I support me and I love that because we're still, it's still part of my home. It's res, you know, it's Nespers Reservation. Right. So I, I am always very grateful that my community supports me. So for me, you, you'll never catch me like, I mean, I'll call people out if you're doing shitty things, of course, but I'm not going to go around and shit on my community and then go around asking for their support and things like, oh, listen to my podcast. Oh, listen to my yeah. radio interview or, oh, sign up with your business to advertise on our rate you know like i don't i wouldn't shit on people or businesses of my community then go around and ask for it because it's like you're in a way like you're biting the hand that feeds you you know yeah and that's for me because i just was seeing different things on social media people are like going in on certain you know tribal stuff or even just the tribe in general saying our tribe is just like and of course every tribe is different so yeah there are going to be some tribes that have way more advanced businesses or way more advanced like business-minded people people but yeah. also what plays into it is location too because you can't compare you know the Nespers tribe to a tribe that's like in a city or close to a city because they have more population there to more resources yeah more, so it's yeah, it's different but I just I, I just think it's so weird when people do that because it's like how are you going to go around and talk crap about the community that you're from and currently live in you know or came back to or whatever mm-hmm. and then you go around and like oh like support me like I just find that so Uh, weird and do you find because i've seen this in members of my community too where we talk down on like you know they'll say you know our community is this or our community is that um and it's Mm -hmm. like well you're not doing anything to to uplift it or contribute to it i that's the other piece right you're gonna have you're gonna criticize but you're not gonna do anything to help not putting in a word or make it better or mm-hmm. right and then so and then the audacity too to shit on our communities and then also want us to support their efforts it's yeah. like well you can't have it both ways you can't say we're bad um and we you know aren't improving or aren't making moves mm-hmm. and then expect us to you know fully come and support your efforts right so we're, we're not feeling that from you like that's yeah, that's what I just I just don't get it because like the I mean the way I have experienced my hometown and my res is that any one of us that kind of gets a little bit of like spotlight or just any type of recognition our tribe usually supports like they go hard for you they'll like you know are gonna back you up and stuff but if you're a shitty person then you can't expect the tribe to do to be there for you if you've been a shitty person to your people and they're like well i don't really i don't really fuck with them like that so i'm not gonna support that or you know then they're on like going on a tangent like oh my community knows about me blah, 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 blah. and it's like well because you put them down or you put you know I just don't get yeah. it like for me like I always say I'm everything I do is always like I rep Lapway till you know the till, till the death of me no but like oh. like Lapway and Nimi Poo like that's just everything I do is to hopefully represent my community and my tribe in a good way and so yeah. and I think it pays off like I think my my I don't know personality I guess or my who I am reflects like my community you know so like yeah obviously yeah I could be funny and shady and things like that but 
it's like I don't I would never do nothing intentionally to like put down my community because that's the that's the community right. that raised me. It's where I'm from. So I just right. I don't know. I just I see things on social media and I'm just like, oh my gosh, there's some some of y'all need to just, you know, maybe get a job and be focused on <laughs> put your put your time and effort and your energy into your work and it will speak for itself, you know? Absolutely, Chigax. I it is crappy though to um be in situations like that because it members of your community you feel like we should all be uplifting each other. And if mm-hmm. you have concerns about things that are happening in the community, then we better see you out there helping you know yeah. lead the cause to change it or better it. And mm-hmm. so how are you gonna just be complaining and not doing anything about it? Exactly. <laughs> so, That's like the biggest thing is like you can talk shit about the res being so bad but what are you doing to better it you know yeah and if you're not doing nothing then kayate yeah and shut up (laughs) all right chicks well i feel like today i did not mean for that conversation to (laughs) drop the bomb i you know chicks i i feel like i brought it up because i feel like i really wanted to talk about it and then i was like well fuck it we already started it i'm just gonna let it all out um i do know that some close friends that are privy to like that information will probably have strong thoughts about this but what i'm saying is just I I don't want anything pushed. I don't want anyone to yeah. do anything or say anything to anybody. I I just want to explore that on my own and see what happens. So when the time is I, right, you'll know. I I will know what you guys. All right, let's wrap this up. This is going to be an interesting Damn. episode. I. <laughs> I did not expect it to go the way it did. You dropped a you, when, then you get then you got me thinking about the shit I've done, and I'm like, holy shit, yeah, oh my god, <laughs> crazy. Like, yeah, Chigax, what you did? Let's, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Chigax, let's move to our language lesson. What are we teaching folks today? So today we're going to teach y'all how to say ice because fuck ice no i'm just kidding <laughs> nah yeah. but we're gonna teach you how to say ice because you know obviously i always love a good diet coke with some ice so um <laughs> to say ice and nimi putimpt is just tehes tehes yep tehes past the tehes for this little bevy <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh so, um in spanish uh to say ice you would say yellow 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 yeah and in yellow. english yellow means the color it's the color yellow right yellow but in spanish it's yellow 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 yellow, yellow. yeah and, wow. and if you're wondering what because yellow sounds like yellow the color um yellow in spanish is amarillo so i just taught you another amarillo. word <laughs> yeah. yeah wow double whammy <laughs> yeah two for one today all right everybody it is part of the it's that time of that episode now where Ooh. we do our shading question <laughs> around so this is a fun way for us to wrap up a serious episode and a conversation mm. uh mm. and to make fun and poke fun at you know life mm. <laughs> our, our shady questions can sometimes land us in the hot seat and mm-hmm. uh you know we just have to be very uh intentional about how we answer i guess so yes. if this is your first episode for the brown sound i will ask three questions the hosts need to answer absolute two can skip one but if they're brave they'll answer all three so daniel will lead us today yes. and the three questions are question one who is one person you can never lie to oh. and why Wow. Um, do you think blood is thicker than water? Mm. And three, why do you think people are racist? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so, oh, shit. Just going to unload right um, now, Cheek Okay, so who is one person I can never lie to? Well, honestly, like, I don't really feel like I ever lie. 
Like, unless it's like a little thing for work, maybe like, oh, I'm sick, <laughs> you know? Or, uh, <clears throat> oh, I'm sick. Like, oh, oh, a traffic running late because yeah. I'm at Starbucks line getting yeah. waiting for my car. Oh, I'm stuck behind a farmer on this road and I'm at Dutch Bros <laughs> getting a drink. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's um, a little white lie, yeah, though. That's yeah, not, yeah, nothing wrong with a white lie, obviously. <laughs> uh, Why's it got to be white? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, why? Why is nothing wrong with the white lie? <laughs> what about a brown lie? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I think for me, like one person though, I can never lie to. Um, I guess just like my family and friends, like my mom, my dad. Like I just, yeah. I wouldn't. I don't know. Like I'm just. I've been too. Like I like. Like in the last episode, Sequoia was like, he just so transparent. I am a very transparent person. So if you ask yeah. me anything, I'll tell you. Um, yeah. Do I think blood is thicker than water? Well, oh, scientifically, just kidding. Um, <laughs> I do think that when it comes to family, blood is well. Uh, you know, that's a good question. I I would say yes and no because I do have some family members who I don't necessarily like really have a relationship with that I wouldn't I wouldn't expect them to be there for me and they wouldn't expect me to be there for them just because just because we're family or related that way. You know? Yeah. Um, I. I when it comes to my siblings though, or my parents, or like my first cousins and my like parent siblings and all them, like yeah, I feel like that's definitely like when one of our cousins like we roll deep, you know. So yeah, we do. I do think in that way, like of like my immediate family, blood is thicker than water. But when it comes to extended, it's just you know it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, no, I get that. And why do I think people are racist? I think for the most part, I mean the question should. To be, why do you think white people are racist um <laughs> because we can't be racist you know race racism stems from white people white supremacy you know so um can we be prejudiced yes but not yeah. racist because racist stems from you know white supremacy and white people but i think white people could be racist or prejudiced is probably just in, it's an insecurity you know maybe they are jealous someone has a better skin tone or better features or a better culture i don't know i i I think that would come down to just you're insecure and you're jealous, you know, and then obviously racism is it's it's a taught behavior. I think like whatever yeah. is taught to them at home, um, you know, so I, I, to me, I just they're just jealous because they, you know, <laughs> not everyone can be have beautiful black and brown skin. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, uh, yeah, I'll go next. So who is one person I cannot lie to? I, I very much like you, Cheekex. I, I feel like I, I try to live my life like, you know, like transparently, authentically, genuinely, and try to connect with, um, the people I love in, in those kind of ways. So I, I feel like I don't, I generally don't often lie. Like, yeah, I will say the white lie. I will be stuck in traffic while I'm waiting for my macchiato to, you know. <laughs> Yeah. be given to me but um i would i think i would also say friends i think even when embarrassing things happen to me i feel like i will just talk to my friends about them yeah you know what i mean like i i don't i don't lie about you know uncomfortable situations like that mm -hmm. and the same with my family um so i would say yeah uh, i guess if i had to pick like one person my mom i feel like that's the oh, one person yeah. i can, can never lie to your mom can say any yeah right i can say anything to her and even if i say mom don't tell anybody i know she's gonna tell people still because that's what my <laughs> That's what, that's what Latina's do. mom do. Yeah. <laughs> but 
I, I would say mom. Um, do you think blood is thicker than water? I yes, I would say yes, and yes, and no, <laughs> like you. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm very close to my family, and I know that we would put each other above like anything. We would put mm-hmm. each other family first, but also, um, you're not my blood. You're not like my blood. Um, like the gorillas are not my blood, but I feel like your friends that you pick to become family, they are part of that like blood is thicker than water thing, you know, like your selected family. So there's there's certain friends, not a lot that I would definitely know, like would have my best intentions at, at heart and and would, you know, put me first too when like, you know, the situation needed it or like would just have my back. So I'll say that. And then why do I think people are racist? I think we've touched on it many times in many ways uh, through all the different episodes we've talked about here on the Brown Sound. Mm-hmm. I feel like part of it is learned. I feel part of it is People are scared. You, mm-hmm. you know, things that you're scared of, you don't engage with. Um, so how would you know any better, right? And people just think the worst of what they don't know. You just make your own stories about, you know, those people are this way. And that's how stereotypes start. I would also say like the media, right? Mm-hmm. How are we depicted in the media? Latinos, if you have people that aren't engaging with Latino communities and all they see in the movies is that there were gangsters, that were bad people, that were thugs. Well, of course, they're going to think that, you know, they're going to think bad about the uh, our population so i feel like there's a big you know there's this big there's a big need for accurate representation um, across all types of industries um and i think ignorance is another like you know i'm not saying people that are racist are ignorant but kind of yeah like you don't they are you don't know enough about us but you have strong opinions about us Mm -hmm. um and and i think the system you know like the way the system is built uh systematic oppression systematic um racism systematic a lot of things um Mm -hmm. are are in play that you know naturally lead people to think the way they think about our populations and so i i think that's why we started the brown sound to dispel Mm -hmm. some of those myths to correct some of the narratives to touch on the actual things, um, issues, challenges, successes that our communities are facing um, from two people who have limited perspectives, but that's where we bring in different guests mm-hmm. who can speak to um, their views and their lens of how they engage and see the world. So, you know, I, I think there's a lot of things we can do and we still have a long ways to go. Um, but, I, you know, those would be some of the reasons for why I feel some people are racist. Mm. Dang, Cheek X. I'm all ran out of breath here just talking and thinking about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. This was, this was quite the episode, Cheek X. You know, I do got to, you yeah. know, it's, yeah, I'm going to have to go home. When I'm driving home and listening to this, I'm going to be like, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow. Just dropped a dropped a. I'm still I'm still thinking about like should we even air the episode because <laughs> I'm like I was not ready to talk about that relationship. Oh, no. But we, we, let's let's air it. Let's air it. it, is, it we want it out. We want it out on air right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, let's wrap up the episode, Cheekex. We yes. are six episodes into this. Will be our sixth, right? Yeah. Sixth episode into season five. Um, I want to remind everybody that on August. 
26th, the Brown Sound is oh, partnering yeah. up with the Flying M Caldwell to have a Brown Sound live event there at the Caldwell live Plaza. We would like to invite all of you to please come and join us for that special event. It's our first mm-hmm. live event. It's a big deal to us, um, and I hope it's a big deal to you yeah. as we continue to uplift and spotlight and amplify Latino and Indigenous voices. So you being there and showing up to represent um, our communities and supporting us through that would just mean the world to us. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm putting that special invitation out. Please come out, um, take pictures with us, listen to what we have to say that day, contribute to the discussions that we hope to have. And we want to thank the Flying M Caldwell for giving us their space and their platform to be able to do that. It actually means so much to us. Um, yep. Any last thoughts, Chikex, before we wrap up the episode? Um, I do have to say, so the other day my niece my youngest niece crystal who just graduated this year she is off to college at the university of idaho she's doing rush week right now and uh so i'm i'm just very proud of her and i'm excited for her you know because i mean there's really nothing like a vandal freshman year right like it's just yeah, yeah, like, absolutely. i feel like that is something that i will always hold close to my heart so the knowing that my niece gets to experience moss and you know the vandal community uh, i'm just i'm super proud of her and i'm excited and i had to leave yesterday before i said bye i was like i'm not gonna cry so i dipped out before i before the waterworks came i was like yeah no nah, this ain't happening but no but yeah definitely just super proud of my niece crystal Lynn because um i mean she's like the baby of our family kind of so i was nervous because she you know she don't cook she you know she's very picky when it comes to food so i'm like how's she gonna survive and <laughs> you know her adult life but i know all the teachings that her parents have you know taught her and her family i know she'll do great so um definitely definitely uh just proud of her and shout out to all the you know people that are heading to college soon like especially like our brown our brown youth who you know might be their first time away from their families um Mm -hmm. i'm I'm gonna give y'all some uncle advice right now i'll say the same thing i told my niece i said there's gonna be moments where you're obviously gonna be homesick you're gonna be lonely and go through those moments but don't stay there you know um you're you're in a position where like a lot of people don't have that opportunity so um especially for brown you know brown people if you ever feel like you don't belong or you feel like you don't deserve to be there stop that don't think that way you know you deserve every right to be there and you deserve to take up space just like anybody else so shout out to all the natives and and latinos out there who will be experiencing their freshman year uh wherever they go to school that's just it's just a fun it's a fun time in your life so you know be yourself and and study hard and good luck and good luck um and daniel i'm gonna add hobby's three golden nuggets for for uh success as i see it and i would say make sure for those of you that are you know embarking on this journey find community Mm. So whether that be join a fraternity, sorority, student club, uh, hall groups, whatever, find community, find other people like you. Those people are going to become your close friends. That happened with me and Daniel and a lot of my close college friends. I would say find a faculty or staff member that you connect to. So if anything goes wrong, they'll help you navigate the ins and outs of higher ed and try to find a mentor, whether that be an upperclassman, a brother, a sister. Sometimes they have mentoring programs in college that you could be a part of and lean into the to to the mentor because they're going to know what you're going through and they're going to be able to help you out, too, when things get a little challenging and we'll be able to give you good, good advice. So find community, find a faculty or staff member that you can connect to 
and definitely work on getting a mentor. And I think you're going to do all right. So mm-hmm. if you haven't yet, make sure to follow us at the Brown Sound Podcast on Instagram. Um, as always, you can download us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you want to engage with us, please feel free to give us a five-star review with some good comment on whatever you think we're doing well. Um, and you can do that on both Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Mm-hmm. And then I want to wrap up the episode Chick- Chick-X again by saying that I would love to dedicate this episode to Yosemi Anaí Flores. And I know mm. you wanted to dedicate this episode to your aunt. Yeah, my aunt, my aunt Serena and my family, New Mexico, you know, just continued love and prayers and, and good vibes to, to all the families right now, especially the families that are, you know, preparing to lay their loved one to rest. You know, it's, it's a tough, it's a tough thing to go through. And, um, my heart is with, with everybody. Same for me. Uh, love the Flores family and all my close family members, um, that are, that are going through pain right now and grieving. Um, and so We'll wrap up the episode, Cheekex, and we'll see everybody next time. Adios. See you later. Cut yow yow. And muchas gracias. For listening to the Brown Sound Podcast. We had a blast with y'all today, and make sure to tune in next time. To follow us more closely, check us out on Instagram at the Brown Sound Podcast. For partnership opportunities or just want to get a hold of us, you can shoot us a DM on Instagram. Disclaimer, the thoughts and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the hosts and hosts only.